everybody welcome to a new episode of the Chevalier life and fitness coaching podcast this is sean hi i'm nadia and we have a wonderful guest to join us today and now he's gonna give a little intro before we get into the weeds yes yeah, so tonight we have my sister my friend elaine adwa kennedy of my vision is clear llc elaine comes with a background in mental health. She's dabbled in um, the legal field. She also is um, a guru at visioning. And so she actually currently is a mental health facilitator and has a few years under her belt as that. And so she also works with her clients to help them vision out their goals, um, put a plan in place and action plans as well to map out and see their goals through. And so we wanted to bring her on tonight to um, give some tidbits as it relates to understanding mental health and the commonality between that and um, pursuing one's um, vision. And so without further ado, Elaine, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's great to hear your voice. Oh, good to be on here. This is oh. lovely. Awesome. <laughs> well, we cleaned up just for you. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so this is Mental Awareness Month, and uh, we thought it would be a great, you know, way for us to talk a little bit about mental health now that we're in this crisis. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who are facing issues. You know, we talked uh, to Kanita about uh how mental health impacts kids and that was enlightening so uh, i guess now we want to go into weeds a little bit so nadia had a couple questions for you and yes so the first thing we wanted to at least touch on is just understanding again that commonality between mental health and pursuing one's vision and in addition to that we'll also touch on what are some of the tools that people can use in a time like this when you know you may have been on a path to pursue something but this crisis may have averted that that plan, that path that you were on. And so what are some of the tools that you can use to um, to equip yourself to to stay on track and to just kind of stay focused and, you know, um, and just also as it relates to your mental health, like you want, we want to make sure that mm -hmm. people are checking in and have someone, you know, also have someone to check in with as well, right? So we just mm -hmm. want to touch on some of those things here. Um, so all yours, Elaine? Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, I This is a very uh, great topic um, and it, it's close to my heart because um, as you mentioned, I love to vision and do vision boarding and I love helping out the mental health community. And so um, I do that by facilitating groups and having activities to kind of help with balancing mental health. Um, vision, visioning and vision boarding in itself helps many people, whether you have mental illness or not, it just helps everybody to be able to feel motivated, inspired, um, you know, feel like there's chances, second chances to life, to starting life over mm -hmm. um, when you're really going through a tough time. And during this time where we're all going through this pandemic, uh, it's very hard to envision anything yeah. but just to want to live right right so uh what i what one of the tools that i do even for myself is i just come to the understanding that 
whatever plans and uh, situations I've had plans, like in the beginning of this of this year, where you know it's like 2020, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna accomplish this goal, I'm gonna do all that. I've put that to bed. I'm grieving it. Mm-hmm. I've mourned it, and I've accepted that that action plan that I might have put with this goal mm-hmm. is just not gonna work right now. Mm. It's not gonna work. Because the minute I continue to think that how I can operate, if I can keep operating in the same way during this change, the more depressed, the more sad, the more unmotivated I become because there's a lot of, um, you know, blocks right now. We can't, you know, interact with people. We can't go out. And so that in itself would kind of make you feel like you don't want to do much. So uh, that would be the first thing that I do. It's just to come to grips with that. And for many people, depending on your length of time, it could take a short time to come to that realization. It can take maybe a few weeks, yeah. um, whatever it is, you know, don't rush your process because everyone's grieving, you know, is different. Yeah. But once you come to that, then you're able to really sit down and think about what can I do now? What mm-hmm. can I I want to still have this vision. I want to still accomplish this goal, but now I know the whole plan has to change. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? Right? So I would then reach out to people, reach out to people that I know could probably help me if I'm not that creative and thinking, if I just don't know, have any direction. Yeah. Um, if I need to talk through certain things, I might call my therapist. I might call um, you know, Sean and Nadia from Life Coaching and get that, you know, I, I reach out to people to, to kind of help me get back on track um, so that I can really accept the fact that I have to do this thing differently. Um, yes. Quick, I uh, just wanted to, to pause real quick there because you said some really key things there. Number one, it sounds like inspecting and adapting. And I know in the field that like Sean and I are in the technology, that's something that we refer to a, a lot. You have to inspect and adapt. And like, sometimes you may have to adjust some things once you've actually done an inspection of, you know, where you are at that moment. And there, therefore you may also have to adapt. So that is so critical um, to even just recognizing that, right? That you have yeah. to do that. In addition to that, the support system that you mentioned of reaching out to people, who you who you can tap into to get some ideas or some feedback on having a support and um that's key because sometimes people may not even think to like tap into those the folks who may be around them that can Mm -hmm. give them that help so that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah i have something for you elaine real quick so when you said that it in this crisis do you now will people start visioning a little bit differently now where they have a plan a and a plan b you know where you know plan a was what i i'm going for but just in case Mm -hmm. the contingency Mm -hmm. plan do you think people will be visioning differently yeah i do um i think this whole thing I think all over the world, everybody needs a plan B because, <laughs> you know, it's like we just are just so ton- our tunnel vision has been on plan A. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes part of the, re- the, 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 the reason why we don't excel. You know, when we have tunnel vision and we're like, we're going this way, we have our blinders on, we're not seeing anything else, not hearing anything else, then we get stuck when it doesn't work. Yeah. So I think it's it's very important. Yes, all of us needs to have that plan A and plan B. And that would go with, for example, if you are 
and this will go back to the whole vision boarding. When you put goals on your vision board, they are there to inspire and, and motivate you, remind you this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But then you go to your plan and you realize that, okay, this is not happening. So just in case I decide I want to, let's, let's use working out, lose some pounds. And I <clears throat> know that I tried this system where maybe I was not eating a certain amount of food or um, and not doing any exercise and whatever the case may be. And after a while, it was I was seeing the results, but then it stopped. And I was like, uh, now what do I do? That's with my plan A. I didn't even consider the fact that I may have to add in exercising. Mm-hmm. I may have to, uh, I don't know, go actually go to a uh, person who has uh, an, an exercise instructor and get some some tips. I may have to go to the gym. I may have to incorporate other things. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's important that we inspect what we expect. You have mm-hmm. to be able to check to check your plan to see if it's even working. And if not, what would be the 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 plan B? What can I do once this stops doing its thing? Because that's mm-hmm. what happens with everything. We have to have a plan B. So for sure. It's interesting because now I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm thinking like, will people truly put their heart into visioning and putting their goal out there like they used to? Because now they may be in fear that something is going to come around to knock them off their rocker, right? So now I wonder if people will hold back from their true potential of saying, I want to do this. And it's so big, it's so grandiose, and it's hard to get to, but something could come down the pike. Let me just do a smaller version of this, you know? Mm -hmm. I wonder if it will dilute people's thinking ability to plan and to vision a little bit more because this, we don't know the impact of this right now. Mm -hmm. This is is now, you know, and and we don't know in a couple months, you know, so. Right. Um, What I, what I would really suggest is working on your mental health because at the end of the day that is what needs to stay stable and that is what's going to keep us going Mm -hmm. so when you're doing your vision board I encourage people and I've done one myself to do a mental health vision board because Mm -hmm. this type of thing will help you to not only keep yourself accountable during this pandemic, but after, because we're always going to go through crises. We're always going to go through situations. We're always going to have a reason why we won't feel like we want to do it big because this thing happened, right? But if you have a plan for your how you're going to stabilize your mental health, how you're going to manage it, for example, if you know that you're not getting enough sleep, you want to mm-hmm. put that on your board. You're not eating the right foods, you want to put that on your board. You want to exercise, you want to do hobbies, things that's going to uh, keep your zen, keep your peace. You want to lessen your stressors. Yes, lessen your stresses, manage your behaviors, Mm -hmm. things that's going to, when you you get that trigger, when you have that imposter syndrome, right? When you feel like you can't do it. And, um, you know, I don't have the skills or I just can't. You have to go back to that motivational piece that's going to help you and so i i encourage people to to work on your mental health work on your confidence work on that part because the reality is you are going to have situations you're going to have circumstances and you have to be able to um, know that you can get through it but you have to have a a mental health that's in good standing i'm going to put you on the spot okay and 
uh, I see a lot of people now, um, you know, a lot of people who are trainers and fitness trainers who are putting stuff out there. And I see a lot of people who actually don't live it, but they're now putting stuff out there. Do you live by what you promote in terms of do you do the vision board? Do you practice this at home? And what what is your takeaway for somebody to, you know, um, to do at home? Yeah. So for me, the whole reason for me getting into vision boarding was because I experienced it myself. Um, I wanted it to come from a place that was authentic mm-hmm. and that I, it just wasn't something I read. It was something that I could put my personal um, note on so that people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, there, I'm constantly, constantly doing things for myself. <laughs> to just be better. And so I do a vision board every year. Um, and sometimes lately I've been doing uh, maybe one or two vision boards for different things. Like I mentioned the mental the mental health one. Um, I do vision boards for my family. We can do it as a family. Um, I do my own for a business and all these different things because I wanna be able to walk the walk, talk the talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, 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 and just, and just make sure that what I'm selling, quote unquote, <laughs> is, is, is worth your dollar. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah, it's it's not an easy task. I definitely need my accountability. I need those people to motivate me. I have my down moments. I have all of that, but I mm-hmm. also have my resources. I have yeah. my friends, my family, my husband, my kids that I can go to and just talk it out. And just say, you know what, Elaine, it's going to be okay. I'll pray for you. I got you. Stop the excuses. Let's go. You know, I have that. So it's so important that you have accountability. You have a support group. You have that personal people. Or even if it's your own self-motivation, have something that's going to keep you accountable. That's going to keep you going because it's not easy. It's a process and a process takes time. And if you want to be great at your process, you're going to go through some bumps, but it's all worth it at the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a testimony right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and just one last question as we, we wrap up. How often do you think or do you suggest someone do vision boards? Is it for any goal that they have or should they do an overall one? Um, and it may depend, I guess, right? It may be a case by case basis, but what is your suggestion? Um, it, I would definitely say it depends on the person and depends on what you can handle. Um, many times we look at vision boards and they have a lot of stuff on there and it can look very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would suggest if you're just starting out in, in vision boarding that you probably do maybe four things that you want to accomplish throughout that year mm-hmm. and, and take that step you know slowly like if you want to work on your spirituality spirituality emotional you know your physical you, you want to do that pick one thing in those areas that you want to work on throughout the year and see how you do with that if that works well and you feel like you can handle some more when you do your new vision board because we're already claiming you're going to accomplish the other ones <laughs> then you add the other you can add one or two more to it and just take it you know piece by piece you know so yeah. you're not overwhelming and not um, being doing too much Thank, thanks for saying that because you know as a guy I, I sometimes used well before I knew about vision boards 
in my mind, I only thought vision boards were for women, right? Mm-hmm. Because I just thought every they just gathered magazines and you just clipping out stuff and you just <laughs> had fun and you were talking, right? Yeah. But this, you telling me that really does apply to men too, right? Because yeah. you know, it's it's you only think about what you know. Right? Yeah, and you're you're basically taking your thoughts and making an illustration for them so it's something that you can see what it is that you're trying to accomplish right it's like putting it on paper pictures words all of that stuff making an illustration that you can actually visualize what it is that you want to accomplish absolutely you you saying that you know pick four things that made it more palatable for me because I thought you had to put like 10, 15 no. things <laughs> like yeah. that, you know, borrow magazines and return them all chopped up. Right? But, uh, so yeah. thanks for making that because I think many people will want to know how to create a vision board and how to make a plan. And if you just have four things that you're focusing on, you may have subparts based off of those four items to really break up throughout the year, right? Yeah. Or six or whatever. And yeah, I think we can handle yeah and i think elaine would agree with this that you want to make them consumable right yes. you want to be able to chip away at it in something that's realistic that you can actually attain and not something that's going to overwhelm you yourself yes. so you definitely yes. want to make them attainable small enough that you can actually see the progress as you go across you know go through time yes and, and if i can add to that when you are Right when you are beginning to, before you even put anything on your vision board, I always suggest doing brain dumping, like just to see all the things that you may want to do and then categorize them as the things that you need to do and then the things that you can handle. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight. This is my goal for the next three to, to six months. And this is what I'm going to do right now. This is what I can handle. Sometimes when you break it apart, you can actually see what you can handle and it, it doesn't become too much. So that, that could help as well. well. Excellent advice. Thank you. Thank you. That that was that was helpful. And I know many people face different uh, crises like this in different ways. Mm-hmm. And we're all trying to get out of this crisis right now. And whether you, our listeners out there, whether you have a, a bit of depression, you're facing, you know, prior issues that are holding you back, just remember there's a way to get out of it, you know? Yeah. And I think when you take the time and you have people in your circle that will push you to be better and can keep you accountable, maybe starting a vision board is a great idea, you know, get some paper and hopefully uh, you would have enough magazines at your home. <laughs> uh, but but think about these things that you want to accomplish yeah. and uh, don't be afraid to put it down on paper uh, and, and and go for it, you yeah, know, yeah. because you have to start somewhere. Elaine, thank you so, yes. so yes. much. I think there's more to this that we can pull from you. Uh, but for now, there will be a part two, but for now, I think this is perfect and we appreciate your time. Yep. Um, and just being able to be a part of our podcast. So where can people find you? Um, well, thank you guys. Um, you guys <laughs> can find me on Instagram at my vision is clear. Um, LLC. And you can also find me on Facebook on my vision is clear LLC and at Elaine Kennedy, um, Facebook, I think it is called dot com. Um, and my vision is clear www.myvisionsclear.com where you can get all my information and reach me that way awesome perfect thank you so much and uh 
for those listening, we'll have all of these websites that you can find the lane and ask questions about vision boards uh, in the show notes. And uh, hopefully this will be beneficial to you. So again, Elaine, thank you yes. uh, for thank taking you. the time. We appreciate your words. And any listeners out there who have done vision boards and you have some feedback, if they've worked for you, we would love to hear from you as well. So feel free to utilize the, I think it's the audio yes. messaging. Yep where you can provide some feedback as well. So thank you guys for listening and thank you, Elaine, for your time. Talk to you guys soon. Take care, guys. Bye.